0: So you know, uh, my PayPal is
1: in the bio. This <laughs> is legal advice. Here's some just, legal just, advice. Here's just some, some legal shameless. advice. You need to get on the Patreon. That's legal
0: advice.
1: <laughs> That's right. Right now. Do we have a We do we, we have no Patreon. For we do I, not have a
0: Patreon. They will,
2: no, they will not. <laughs> yeah. Be well, we do. They will never. No, they no. Will never be. There, A
3: reverse. A reverse Patreon where we pay you.
1: This- uh, um, I, am, I just want to say that's I'm a Tariq. That's a, a Tariq special. That's this-
2: I am, a. Tariq I am granting myself immunity from any outlay of uh, funding. Yeah. For Tariq's big mouth. <laughs> it's, it,
4: it's, it's Tariq when he's being bad, though, right?
2: Yes, Tariq. That's right. <laughs> it, all right, that is the goofus and gallant of the hell dude. Yes.
4: I didn't understand that reference, um, so. I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen.
3: Oh. It's a problem with having two it old guys on like the It sounds like someone podcast. never went
2: to the dentist. Yeah. So the, what? Wait, <laughs> you're losing, now you're losing me. Like, I was aware of Goofus and Gallant, but, like... Goofus and Gallant were in Highlights Magazine. Highlights Magazine is essentially exclusively in pediatric.
1: Who
4: the dentist? fuck reads All
1: magazines at the
2: dentist other than just,
1: like, chewing on your lip and staring at the wall and waiting to get fucking drilled into
4: Well, me. before we had cell phones and the time of the way back when...
2: When Charles was growing up. Oh yeah, I tweet. They have cavities drilled. You're not posting in the dinosaurs, no. old guts. <laughs> they, I, I had cavities drilled with a hand crank. You bastards. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like trepanning. Equipment. Yes. <laughs>
4: uh, all right. Well,
1: <laughs> I didn't know they. Wait, are you? You're fucking with us right now.
3: He is fucking with you. Okay. <laughs>
4: I That's
2: choose right, to you.
3: believe everything Charles says about yeah, the way that I'm post, I'm in post electricity. <laughs>
2: everyone out there and welcome to the second episode of Mike dicta America's best named legal podcast. I'm your host for the day Charles Starr and I'm joined by too many people from too many places to talk about a few things bouncing around the news. I'll introduce each of them so we can pretend that you can pick up their voices for the rest of the hour. Uh, uh, First uh, with me from New York is Tariq uh, Twitter's Second Amendment Muslim RIP.
3: I'm the hell dude. (laughs)
2: uh from illinois we have robin uh on twitter as batmans underscore robin with a y hello everybody uh from minnesota we have christina twitter's floozy esq hi and from dc andy twitter's wyatt underscore privilege hey everybody i do not know or care what they go by on instagram or snapchat I am too old to use anything but Twitter. So, uh, today's first topic is a uh, tragedy born of farce uh, the swatting death of Andrew Finch, uh, an innocent bystander in a dispute between a couple of posturing gamers. Uh, for those who don't know what swatting is, it's uh, a prank where people call 911 or some governmental agency and respond some, and report a dire situation that is likely to prompt an extreme police response. In this case, uh, two Call of Duty players arguing over a $1 bet like trading places, idiots. Uh, (laughs) One threatened to swat the other. The second responded by daring him to do it and providing a fake address. And then the first guy giving that fake address to a third uh, online moron who is known for calling in uh, swatting attacks.
3: No, well, look, look, let's just be clear the guys uh, the guy's handle is swatistic.
2: Yeah, yeah. This wasn't. I don't think. I don't think it was a guess that the guy would call it in. Yeah, no. Uh, but he did. He called city hall in Wichita because he didn't have 911, I guess. No, you can't call someone else's 911. So he called called City Hall in Wichita. He told them that he had just shot his father who was dying and had the rest of his family hostage and had poured gasoline everywhere and was feeling paranoid and threatened and might burn the place down and clarified the address where he was.
1: Well, the guy's the done this like a bunch st- of times, so he's, he's, he's yeah. sorted out all the particulars about how to, how to swat somebody from another city.
2: Yeah, and so they the police came out. The resident of the house uh, was the latest in a long line of people who didn't follow police instructions to the letter and got shot by uh, one of the officers on the scene Who thought he might have uh, pulled a gun out of his waistband, and he died uh, shortly thereafter. And they have since, uh, I guess, they have since arrested Swatistic in California. uh, A guy named, um, oh god, I'm forgetting his first name. His uh, last name, I think, is
4: Travis. Uh, Tyler. Tyler.
2: Tyler Barris. Tyler Barris. Uh, So there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Uh, anyone want to take a first shot at uh, where they want to go with this? Just
0: first of all, I would like to say, imagine going to jail for murder because you were playing Call of Duty. Like, I mean, at least pick a cooler game. Whoa, uh, I don't know. Whoa. I,
4: I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's a fair assessment. But, you know, the game aside, like, we could argue about the merits of, of various first-person shooting games. Um, but I think, like... A lot of people are talking about this as if it's something that is sort of new and unheard of, but for those of you who keep up with gaming Twitter, um, or pop culture in general, this is something that happens, like, all the time. Like, I remember a couple years ago, there was this big rash of of celebrity swatting. and So they did Justin Bieber, they did Ashton Kutcher, who, they are people who exist, um... (laughs)
1: people have been swatted on stream before like you can yeah. be in a stream chat and then all of a sudden some guy like he throws his headphones off cause he hears the rumble coming in through the door and he goes, oh shit you guys fucking swat me and then bam he's on the ground like in push up position uh, and there's cops and, and you know the stream chat's just scrolling and going nuts of everybody posting I don't know lol or uh, I hope you're not fucking dead in five seconds
4: Well, and that's, like, the thing, right, is, like, gamers, you know, they know that this is a thing that happens, and so when it does happen for them, it's like, oh, shit, you swatted me. This is annoying. But imagine, like, you know, this guy, he's, like, a 28-year-old dude just, like, going about his life, chilling at home. He doesn't play video games from what all of the news reports have said. And all of a sudden, he gets this, like, insane SWAT team response just showing up at his house. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's going to be someone who is terribly primed to be following police directions in this situation. Like, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Because your first thought isn't, oh, shit, I'm the victim of an online prank gone awry. Your first thought is, oh, no, there's some shit going down at my neighbor's house. Like, what's going on?
2: Yeah, I don't, I mean, but I don't think anyone, uh... I don't think anyone sort of particularly blames the guy for being confused, and you know from what I've read of the, from what I've read because I I won't watch videos like this. I mean, I like some people, some people do, and I you know there is probably a sense that I should, but I can't watch them. I didn't watch this one. I didn't watch. I know there was a video. uh, The last guy who was shot crawling on his hands and knees. Like I can't, I can't do it, and so. This guy uh, apparently had his hands up, and he had them up for a while, and then he put them down, and then he picked them up again. And I guess when he put them down and then picked them up again, someone who like couldn't see a gun made the assumption that maybe he had one, and that cop fired one shot. Which was the shot who killed him? Mm-hmm. Which was the shot that killed him? And you know, we can get to we can get to the police response too. But you know, like there's uh, in terms of the legal issues, there's a lot I think to deal with in terms of the culpability of the various actors. But I think uh, you know, most people think that uh, what Finch did um, is what I think a lot of people would have done in the same situation where well, they were sort of it, confused. He's
3: in, a, he's, in a, he's in a situation that is designed uh, by its very, you know, parameters to create the risk of death, right? I mean, they call yeah. in these extreme situations uh, in order to, uh, you know, provoke a very militarized response. And we, as we've seen over and over again, these things inevitably... Uh, are going to end with somebody getting shot. and that's why they do it. Um, you know, <clears throat> one of the things with, with the law that you know, is, is known to us but maybe not to most lay people is you know, we look to the intent of the actor uh, in determining what, what, what the punishment is. In this case, you know if you a prank is when you call uh, and ask if somebody's refrigerator is running. Uh, in this case you know calling and saying that there's an active you know shooter situation i've got the house doused in gasoline is designed to create a police response that will possibly lead to your killing this was foreseeable in the extreme uh, for the person who did it and you know it's just I, is is one of you currently being <laughs> yeah.
1: swatted? Did somebody gets swatted. Uh, hey guys, uh, just to spice it up, somebody, I, somebody. I swatted Tariq, so uh, this should get fun.
4: <laughs> well, so okay, so I live I live in in Chicago, and so we live on like a major arterial street between a police station, a fire station, and a hospital. You're safe as shit. So, very safe. But uh, yeah, so
1: or, it might, or it the might opposite. Be. <laughs> yeah, if you touch your if you touch your belt, you're fucking dead.
4: We we did have a SWAT so team response a couple years ago, so that was a thing that happened. <laughs> um but in our case the guy was hanging out with a machete out a window. So um but so I, I do want to talk really quickly about going back to the point about the intent, because something that was really interesting about the Twitter response is Mr. Swatistic, I don't know what account he was tweeting under at the time, but screenshots have been floating around of him, all caps, I didn't get anyone killed because I didn't discharge a weapon, and being a SWAT member isn't my profession. And I do think... Right, like there's just a fundamental misunderstanding nope. about how these
2: things <laughs> nope.
0: work. That's like saying whenever, whenever <laughs> I shove someone into the river, well, you know, I didn't drown them because I'm not water. You know what I mean? Got
2: him right. It sounds it sounds like Swatistic uh, spent a lot of time on Westlaw. <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You're right, right
2: <laughs> You know, he's he has logicked his way out of uh, out of an intent crime. Mm. I mean, like at the very least, right? The minimum is that he was reckless, right? With uh, because he set in motion a a SWAT team armed to a specific address. So let's just and so, let's just back
0: up for a minute and like talk about how you can get to a first degree murder charge. Like, what are what are the different flavors of murder that can get you like in? like, in first-degree murder territory?
4: So, first-degree is, is premeditated. It's usually planned. It's you you make a plan to kill someone, you do the thing, you kill them. Is, is first-degree murder. Like, it requires that, like, level of, like... Could this be first-degree? Yeah, I meant to do the thing. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of decreases in severity from there, going, you know, from the lower your intent is, so you, can, you get pissed off and you kill someone, it's still a murder, but it's not necessarily going to be that first degree. But if you get in a fight with someone at a bar, you go outside to cool down for five minutes, and in that five-minute period, you take the gun out of the glove box of your car and go back in and shoot the guy, then that'll still be first degree because you have, like, a cooling-off period.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in this case, like, the... Like the... The varying degrees come less into play than how Kansas, in this case, works their felony murder statute where someone uh, is killed, not necessarily by the defendant, um, as, as a sort of reasonable consequence of whatever other felony was being committed Oh, I thought the Kansas
1: felony murder had a, had an inherently dangerous felony. So it's not just any felony, but it had to be like, you know, kidnapping, yeah. armed robbery, stuff like that. I'm not sure that this... Are they good.
3: enumerated, uh, the actual underlying felonies?
1: I looked
2: it up a couple days ago. I don't remember.
1: They, they, I think I think it's one of those inexclusive lists.
2: All right. Well, I mean, to the extent that it's... <clears throat> to the extent that there's an in- inherently dangerous predicate... That I can't imagine this has been tested yet, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if the local prosecutor found this an interesting. It's case a magic.
1: It's a magic test, test case. I mean, the facts are so bad you gotta nail them. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets away with some some interesting stuff.
4: It's happened a couple times where, for whatever reason, during the commission of a crime, people are killed as part of the police response, and generally speaking in, I know, I know for sure there was a case in Oklahoma, there was a case in Illinois, um, similarly where people are killed by the cops as part of the police response to a felony or, or, what they think is a felony crime and, um, you know, violent crime. So this would certainly count and it does bring people under that kind of umbrella of, felony murder statutes, even though it's the police that are doing the shooting, not necessarily the people who are committing the underlying felony.
2: Yeah. I mean, in another, I know that, and this isn't a felony murder case, but I saw when I was reading about um, the background to this, to this case, there was at least one case in Kansas where a person who was fleeing from the police uh, was charged with some level of uh, murder when the police in pursuit ran a stop sign and the accident killed a bystander. And so by fleeing the, and the, I think the police was charged with involuntary manslaughter in that case too because the pursuit was dangerous, but they did not let the person who was being chased off the hook either um, as the, you know, the police uh, response was a reasonable consequence of their flight. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was, I don't think it was a felony murder charge, but they, that may just be the particularities of Kansas' uh, Kansas's statute. But he definitely was charged with some degree of responsibility in the bystander.
3: The, the law, I think, has been very slow to kind of catch up to the internet in some respects. But, you know, Kansas does have a statute uh, about giving a false alarm. Uh, and it is a felony uh, if you uh, give such information to suspe- uh, to indicate that violent criminal activity is afoot or if you use spoofing uh, devices to s- sort of hide your identity, both of which happened in this case. So it-, it would seem that at a minimum there's at least a minor felony uh, that, uh, that occurred in Kansas when this guy did this.
0: Yeah, and I mean like any yeah. creative prosecutor is going to, I feel like be able to make the case under under the statute. I mean, like it, it doesn't. Well, so s- yeah.
2: What uh-huh.
4: I'm wondering is, it, what I'm wondering is if this is going to be brought under federal or state law? Because we know that Kansas already has a statute, but we do have this sort of weird jurisdictional issue where we've got a guy in California who is collaborating with some other unknown third party to call in this false alarm to go after a guy in Kansas. So I don't know what the jurisdictional issues arise. Um. I,
3: he was, he was, he was uh, captured and, and jailed in LA. I think he's currently being held. They haven't specified the charges, but they are felony. Uh, and I think the expectation is that he will be uh, uh, taken to Kansas uh,
2: to deal with this. Right. Though, I mean, it's still a state-federal question. I mean, I think, I think certainly if they're going to take him to—I think certainly the local Kansas authorities are going to want the first crack. But by using, by using the, you know, just using the phone to call it mm-hmm. in, he probably has created federal jurisdiction, too. But I'm not sufficiently familiar with, uh, you know, federal criminal law— in a uh, non securities context,
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't right. think I don't think there's any real what jurisdictional issues. There might be in between the two offices who decides, like in the Iconwald case where they drop the they drop the federal but move forward with state. Um, I, I don't think there's going right. to be any jurisdictional
2: issues there. Oh, I didn't mean it's a fight. I just meant that like he could he could be. I don't think the jur- I don't think the charges would overlap, and he certainly could be. Uh, indicted in both state and federal court without having a double jeopardy issue. Um, You know, I mean, this is something that comes up a lot when people, when, you know, when someone is acquitted in state court and then the the federal prosecutor recharges under a civil rights charge because the elements of the crime aren't the same in state and federal, it ends up not being a double jeopardy issue even though I think to most Uh, people it seems like they're just being charged twice for the same thing the subtle differences in how the how the statutes are written make it possible for it not to end up being a double jeopardy issue
1: one thing i thought was interesting to go back to his original argument uh is like uh, to us it sounds really stupid and it is really stupid that i'm not a swat team guy so i didn't get somebody killed but he is kind of intuiting uh a causation principle where uh he's thinking of like an intervening actor right like a cop they did the shooting they and 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 it seems pretty clear or very possible anyway that they had uh an error uh it's weird that they just like shot a confused guy who you know forgot to keep his hands up when he knew he hadn't done anything wrong uh so he's kind of intuiting that there's an intervening actor and it's that person's fault and that is a relevant causation principle in some contexts but here he's going to have butt for causation easily because none of this would have been happening if he hadn't SWATted well, the but fucking but also
3: guy. it it is foreseeable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen this time and again and in, uh, again, the the entire idea behind swatting is to leverage uh, the militarization of the police and to to call out like these guys in their, you know, with their assault rifles or whatever they have. Uh, to to surround your house and to create a, a situation of extreme peril, right? I mean, it's, an
1: LOL. It's, it's fucking funny. Ha well, ha. I mean,
4: it's also it's, it's not it's not mutually exclusive. Like, it's not we can either charge the guys who called in the swatting or we can charge the cops. Like, that's not that's not how this works. If they if it ends up being determined that. The police were ultimately like i I think we can all agree the police were ultimately at fault because they actually shot the guy but it's not as if we can't charge the cop who did the shooting you know in addition to the guys who caused the underlying panic in the first
2: place i think that's
4: technically true but there is
1: no way the cop is going (laughs) to get at least criminally charged here the prosecutor yeah no no thanks now now i think you're right to bring up that like both can be sued and that's maybe a more interesting question about liability. But, I, I mean, there's no way the Kansas prosecutor is, like, looking for the guy who did the shot here. I don't think it's going to happen.
4: No, but, like, right. whether, they, whether they're whether they going to and whether it's, like, a thing that can be done or right, technically
1: possible, yeah.
4: separate questions. Right. It's not, you know, if this was another scenario where it was a good guy with a gun who, you know, responded because he thought he was doing the right thing. It's, like, good guy with a gun is still going down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I I think uh I, I mean, I think I think what you end up with on the causation question for for uh for Barris is at best a jury question. Like I don't think he would ever get a dismissal nope on uh on a charge with but for causation, but he certainly I think that would probably be you know to the extent that he is not outright denying everything i think the basis for his defense would end up being you know none of this was supposed to happen and a reasonable <laughs> this was just response. supposed to be a fun afternoon yeah, a, <laughs> you know just a rom just a cool just a
3: rom call of duty man these players
4: over over 2 whole dollars yeah yeah if
1: you get swatted, man, and that and that gets placed on Reddit, like if you get swatted on stream, you know how many more stream viewers you get. It was actually for his. I'm actually helping him out, to be honest. So, yeah, I need a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta
2: tell you, I, I What drives me, what drives me crazy about swatting is that there's just such a much funnier version of it for the Twitch guys. I mean, the I read that like some people will like go outside, they'll figure out where a streamer is, and they'll just like honk their horn incessantly (laughs) just because it ruins the stream like they'll find someone local to just drive outside and just make noise (laughs) and you know i gotta say that's so much funnier than (laughs) why the fuck does anyone stream
0: video games i mean god it sounds like it sucks because they're
2: nerds. Like, I mean, I,
4: if you no. oh, don't... Oh, no, wait a minute. No, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, we need to unpack all the games. You can't oh, okay,
1: insult okay, gamers on the podcast. That's a, that's, a key, that's a key
0: demographic. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: In
3: my mentions, they're going to be filled. I apologize. I apologize for like, I certainly <laughs> don't
2: want to insult, yeah, yeah, want to insult gamers with any identifying geographic <laughs> characteristics. <laughs> Whoever's editing this,
1: cut out that gamer part out of the podcast, but include
3: it in a little clip that we can tweet. No, okay, gaming is gaming is the highest best purpose Agreed. to which we all should aspire. Correct. Well, it's
0: all about ethics and video game <laughs> journalism, so. Gaming number one, jacking off number two, number three is posting. That's the Holy Trinity. Of life.
3: That's the sound of the police. Christina. That's the enemies. That's the sound that the police. That's the sound of the That's the sound of the police. Yes.
4: So, so can we let's let's bring everything back a little bit. Um, let's talk about the cops some more. I want to talk about the cops. Yeah,
2: I mean. There are two, I mean, there are obviously two aspects. The first, I think Andy is right. There's no way the officer will be charged in any criminal way because given given the nature of the call, you know, killed my dad, everyone else is a hostage, the house may be on fire, I think the cop definitely had reason to believe that the person who came out of the house was armed. And regardless of how... Uh, itchy that trigger finger was. There's no prosecutor, I think, that will ever hold no. him liable, right? So
1: I agree that, with you on the second part, but I don't think I, I think it's more arguable that it was unreasonable as far as the cop's behavior,
2: even if the no, 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 just the no, just the initial belief that he was armed at the time. Like, yeah, I think not that he saw. I it.
1: think in a in a in a qualified immunity suit, which I know we're gonna get to, but like in a suit, I'm sure his defense or the the, the city's defense would say something like that. As to whether that person had, you know, uh, weapons free to open fire on this guy because he did something that seems pretty normal in the sense of like a person in in the context of the normal life never has to like hold their hands up for a long time when they haven't done anything wrong and might just absentmindedly drop them. Um, I mean, shit, I still use my hands when I'm like talking to my boss. Uh, And I luckily he doesn't have a gun because. I guess I could fucking die for it. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that it's reasonable. Or it's not, it's not, it's arguable that it's not reasonable.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. But that, but that, I think that's a different. I think, I think the breadth of reasonability, I think, that a prosecutor is going to ascribe to a police officer is a lot broader than I think uh, you're saying here. He, oh, yeah. He had the call. He had a good uh, he had it. a reasonable belief that the person was armed and then everything after that, you know, they're gonna write off the heat of the moment. And a free a phrase you know, you're gonna hear
0: a lot is the totality of the circumstances. And oh well,
2: nice. I love that
0: yeah, shit. Yeah, love <laughs> it. Love those Latin magic legal words. And that's I mean that's that's how it's it not the,
2: Latin. Magic well, think- legal words. <clears throat> Yeah, that sounds a lot like it. <laughs> but
1: whatever. That totality of circumstances, once you see that, that's a wrap. Forget it. The more powerful party just won the case. Yep. Every single time. Every
3: time. That's how you pass the bar exam, too. It's just the totality <laughs> of circumstances and what a reasonable person would do. Yeah. That's right. Uh, speaking of which, should we transition now to um, what happens yeah. when you are brutalized by the police?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's You, fu- that's you fucking step. die.
1: That's, I mean...
3: I mean, we've talked about qualified immunity. We mentioned it, but uh, let's get a little bit deeper into it. Uh, so
4: this is right. this is so very the, outside my wheelhouse. Can someone explain qualified immunity,
0: Christine? Okay, like, I would. I'll I'll will take this one. So, um, you know, so this this uh, sort of pertains to a, a body of law, and it is uh, it, it has to do with something called uh, Section 1983, which is a statute that outlines how you can sue uh, government officials for violating your constitutional rights. It was first, I mean, just sort of an interesting side note, it was, it was first uh, written and, and used by uh, President Grant during a bunch of, there was like, a bunch of KKK stuff going on after the Civil War, who would have thought? And he used it to suspend uh, habeas corpus and just sort of go after the people there. But since then, it has been uh, used to sue government officials who violate your constitutional rights. But while that sounds really great, uh, the government actors have a great shield uh, from liability Call And like they have a couple, but the biggest one is called qualified immunity. And so what qualified immunity does is basically... immunity means that you're immune from suit like the the case just gets kicked it's I mean it's dismissed outright if if the government or if the government proves that it had qualified immunity so the questions uh, that the court has to consider whenever uh, they're sort of evaluating whether qualified immunity exists is first if uh, everything that the the plaintiff so the person who's been brutalized by the police was true would that those actually even count as a violation of uh, the constitutional rights, and the second question is: Is were those rights that are supposedly being uh, trampled on by the police clearly established at the time of uh, the actual incident? So, in practice, this basically means that. Uh, um, as you as you might have intuited, it is extremely fucking hard to win You're against fucked. the cops. Yeah. You're so basically, fucked. you, yeah, I,
2: there, was, you have, <laughs> there was actually
0: yeah. So I mean, you, you, to
2: to get to the <clears throat>
0: sorry, so you have to the cops have to fuck up real bad to for any of this to actually like happen.
1: Basically, did you box the judges out of any ability of them like pacing around in their chambers to try to figure out a way to get you out of this? If you were so fucking bad. Uh, that they can't think up a reason, then
2: yeah, okay, you got a case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to give you an example, I think there was a case last week, I think Fourth Circuit, uh, where the police committed like a series of sort of horrible mm-hmm. acts. There was there was a police chase. There was a police chase that started with, um, you know, the the guy tried to get away from the police from the from the first officer and swerve to avoid the officer. And you hear the officer on the dash cam go, he tried to ram them, <laughs> even though he clearly did not. And then a chase starts one of the other officers in pursuit, after having previously been warned not to do this, basically runs him off the road. Fuck yeah into a parking lot. Like he he hits him twice and then like in the parking lot, the guy still keeps trying to get away and he's like like backing up and like being really careful, <coughs> avoiding everyone. He gets past the same cop who ran him off the road. And as he gets past the cop, he fires into the car twice, killing
1: him. The cop shoots into the car
2: The cop shoots into the car and kills the guy. And this is recorded by, like, four dash cams. Like, and that cop wasn't even allowed to be in the chase. Because I guess there's a rule that's in whatever this jurisdiction was. It says only two cars at a time. And he just jumped in as a third car, rammed the guy trying to get away, and then when he was not posing at that moment a danger to anyone, something he knew because the car had literally just driven past him, right? It wasn't approaching him anymore. He was now, like, parallel to the driver. He shot him. And so the, they go through all of that. The police fired him. They basically, as much as admit that all of these things add up to a constitutional violation... But the Fourth Circuit surveys the land, and they're like, this is your mulligan. <laughs> this, this is a constitutional violation. But it wasn't clearly but the established. But combination of cases yeah. have not clearly established that this was one before. Look, nobody
1: said forward, that you couldn't just, like, cruise by a guy, and fire into the car after running him off yeah. the fucking road. Okay, it, so that's out I, of the Constitution. But now, now you guys know you can't do that. Now
2: you know. Now you know that this set of circumstances would amount to a violation, and the Fourth Circuit. So just
1: imagine, just imagine if you're listening to this podcast, just imagine that these opinions are basically written to the widows of the person, and they're just like telling them why you're fucked and your kids aren't going to college.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it. that's sort of always what it is because it's always, it's always the family mm. suing. You know, for wrongful death. Because yeah, you don't make
1: it out of that once a cop decides like he's he's he said, coming right for us.
2: So, so
0: just yep. sort of some inside baseball here. The thing, the thing, the part of the reason that the case law is so bad surrounding qualified immunity is because when the cops like super duper fuck up. They will... I mean, the city shells out, like, millions for for, for hush money, basically. So what happens is is the, the cases that actually go to trial and, like, have case law generated from are, you know... To to us seem really bad, but but to the court it, it seems like a little bit more fifty fifty. So that's part of the problem. And something else interesting that Charles brought up was the fact that there was there was you know camera, there was videos, and and people seem, seem to treat uh, body cams as if they're going to be like just that's going to end police brutality. But it doesn't matter because quali- qualified qualified immunity protects people from from lawsuit. So it you know.
2: I, I gotta say, there's also a second thing here. And the whole, uh, he tried to ram me, and there's there was a second incident like that where someone made a statement that could be picked up by the, the dash cam audio, uh, which was clearly contradicted by the audio itself. Police are clearly being trained. <laughs> There's no way around this. Police are clearly being trained to mold the audio to the story they're going to yep. want to tell later. the cops speak. Because it's clear that he didn't try to ram the officer. He uh, like the the fourth circuit just says flat out, we watched the video. It's clear from the video that he tried to avoid the officer and there's the officer had to know it. And so we discount his statement. E- like except to the extent that it influenced other people who may have heard him on the radio, but there, that whole thing—it's like the old old Jimbo from South Park defense, where you just scream he's coming at us, and then anything after it is fair game. And there, like there seems to be a pattern of kind of of seeding the record like that, yep. with uh with sort of things that you can use later that is you know sort of phony contemporaneous yeah this
1: is the kind of thing that gets put out at like a muster um you know you muster up uniformed personnel. i did when i was in the military but like it's it's a morning it's a morning gathering and this is the sort of thing that will go out in memos and will go out in instructions that like this is the kind of stuff we need in order to uh so just make sure you have this on the record make sure you have this stuff these are the things that these are justifying circumstances so say that shit in your microphone well,
3: I did I did uh I did uh, uh pr- prison brutality cases years ago and you know that's exactly right. I mean they know this stuff as well as you do uh or better. Uh and they will make sure that uh if somebody's going to get beaten up or killed or whatever, you know that, that you're going to have the right record to put in uh, on the off chance you do get busted.
1: I just want to say I realize now that I said the phrase I used to do this in the military. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I did not actually used to do this. I just met the uniform muster personnel, telling the new message of the day. I did not tell people how to uh, <laughs> fucking shoot up, shoot into somebody's car. Oh, proud Look of who's you. Creating a record. Yeah. Hey, yeah. See the shot that record. See baby. so many people get dragged on Twitter. Seed me.
4: <laughs> so what is the what is the solution to something like this? Because it's like I very outside of my practice wheelhouse, so I know very little about this and i'm genuinely curious like you know what we've got the record there's clearly some sort of priority weight given to the transcribed like written word or there must be so what what's the mechanism to address this like is it is it people are just gonna have to go through a shit fit at the supreme court or i
1: i can't see any way that Uh, you find profound change without uh, without a profound change in the system Mm -hmm. because like you have the people that are that are judging the actions and they're like law school nerds or they had like a particular friend and they got appointed to a judgeship maybe they ran for a judgeship so they're the kind of person that would run for a judgeship uh and these are the people that are making the decisions they've never fucking held a gun in their life or if they have they haven't been in a tactical situation and so they're not like Qualified to evaluate reasonable conduct in that situation because they shit their pants when somebody honks a fucking horn at them <laughs> right behind me in fucking traffic. So, so, and, and, then, and then even if you had somebody that was... Alternative Even if you had somebody that was qualified, uh, it's not like cops or whatever are really lining up for, you know, social justice perspectives. So there's just... Um, the, the arrangement now, it's not going to help... Um, if you put more people with tactical experience in there, they're just going to defer even more often than the than the nerds that you have now. So I don't see a solution without a profound change. In
0: the system. It's, it's it's even beyond like the fact that who who's judging. I mean, the Get law is just really fucking bad. Like if you read Graham versus Connor, which is sort of like the the gold standard that 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 talks about police police and like 1983 uh, related actions. I mean
2: and that was shooting a fleeing suspect in a non-violent exactly situation. yeah
0: it's it's I, so so the standard it lays out there isn't isn't even it's not even a reasonable person it's a uh you have qualified immunity if a reasonable officer at the scene at the time would have done would have would have thought the actions were reasonable which is like an <laughs> insane standard and the, and like they explicitly say in the case like no hindsight 2020 and you can't you cannot go into the officer's intentions beyond reacting to a situation. It is rules. insane. You can, I mean, un- until that case is overruled at the Supreme Court level, n- none of this jurisprudence will change. Because
2: well, I feel like Gorsuch's going to come through for us on that one. So probably <laughs> <not>. <laughs> yeah, right. I and I, from what I remember, Graham isn't even that horrible in explaining it but everyone after graham has not wanted like there's just an institutional deference to mm-hmm. the police yeah they're just going to bail so, on the question every time yeah and so they because of that deference they just end up making like the graham rule smaller and smaller and smaller and the reasonable officer gets to be more and more unreasonable mm-hmm. Look, I don't know what it's like. That guy could have reasonably
1: been afraid of, uh, you know, anybody doing anything or crawling around. <laughs> you know, he ordered the guy to do a lot of unreasonable shit, and then the guy didn't do it perfectly. That's scary. That's super scary when somebody fails that assignment says, you fucking got an air hole. In <laughs> and so
0: just, just to go into the reasons why this exists, like, qualified immunity, I mean, it, it, it was sort of... It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a not common law rule. It's, it's a case law rule that was meant so that officers didn't feel like they had to second guess everything that they were doing. Which, I mean, in my opinion, they, they maybe should think a little bit harder. <laughs> but right. uh, it, you know, it, it's just supposed to make like doing their job, like policing, easier. And big asterisk here. Uh, whenever this whenever uh, qualified immunity started to being used, th- this was back before cities would indemnify police officers. So there's a you know a possibility that if you were a cop and you fucked up and got sued for uh, like under 1983, you could lose your house. Uh, nowadays, cities uh, commonly, I mean I don't know a city, single city that doesn't have a agreement with the police union that they will defend and indemnify unless, like, the cop did something super bad, and then, like, that's a whole different process that I won't go into. But, the whole landscape has changed. I mean, there's, there's like, these cops aren't going to be financially on the hook for anything. It's the city. So, that's sort of, like, why this exists. But, I mean, in 2017, we're in a bunch, a much different situation than, like, we were in 1960 or something like
2: that. Yeah, I, I mean, but I also think that there's, I think that, uh, the courts, which, you know, everyone thinks in terms of branches of the government are still the government, and I think there there is just a kind of protection mm-hmm. of, you know, something closer to sovereign immunity where they make it harder to sue the city. I mean, as bad as qualified immunity is, prosecutors have absolute immunity for prosecutorial decisions. And, and judges do too. The, they have
0: absolute immunity. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and And it like those those immunities are basically like, you know, Congress just exempting Mm -hmm. themselves from the laws that they pass for everyone else. You know, it's like, oh, by the way, I am immune uh, from any harm from any lawsuit for any mistakes I might make. And let me be clear. That there is definitely a good neutral reason for this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just immunities in general are so interesting because people don't know about them. Like, there's just this whole like dark side of of litigation that goes on where, where like normal people just have no idea why they can't sue the city, and it's because of these like like qualified immunity. There's discretionary immunity, which I won't get into, but. You know it, it, and it's not like these are codified anywhere these are not laws these are this is this is established through case law so it's especially insidious and especially dangerous for litigants
2: yeah and i mean you will never find you will never find a governmental body that strips police no. or judges or po- prosecutors of that now and so it's as good as permanent
1: yeah, that's got, That My guess is that's going to be the punchline to a lot of our bits on the podcast which is like, first of all law is a pathetic profession we don't fucking do anything, we just do razor thin distinctions. Oh, by the way, we can never help you. Uh, <laughs> none of this shit's going away, it's all just like a powerful person's uh, interpretation of why they should get their way, get the
4: well, way. For those of you listening this means that Mike Dicta actually is your lawyer There's just one all right. thing among
2: Uh, again, Roy Moore, uh, who attempted to stop the seating uh, of his Senate opponent, whose name I have literally already forgotten—Doug Doug Jones. Jones. Doug Jones, Jones. Jones. who well, I personally
1: secured the victory of. If ever there one. was uh, one, I did mean.
4: Probably not a lizard person, Doug Jones. Mm. Doug Jones. <laughs> he's
1: definitely, he's definitely a controlled opposition lizard
2: person. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Not yet proven to be a lizard person. So, so he, so uh, Roy Moore uh, sued to stop his seeding, even though, uh, number one, he was outside of the recount (laughs) amount, (laughs) like it was, like he lost by two and a half percent or something like that, and the statutory recount is triggered at like half a percent, so he couldn't ask for a recount. And his allegations uh, were voter fraud and his proof was an expert who basically said too many black Fuck people. Uh, uh, bold gambits.
0: The racist gambit. It was a
2: very bold <laughs> gambit. Whereas, whereas in an election without- Look, we've been doing uh, everything we can to make those people running.
1: not vote. And then you're saying this many right.
2: showed up? Come on. Right. Yes. Right. We had- we had uh, we had people out in force threatening voters. How could right we we, 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 no, we rejected the their right. IDs. We were like challenging them when they were coming up. I mean, we did. Every, come on, we no, but it was a guy who just mm-hmm. argued from statistics that more more people in selected counties, wink wink, uh, voted in this election than they had in other elections. And the only possible reason that could be is fraud. <laughs> yes. And at the very right. least, you need That's to right, stop buddy. and investigate. <laughs> There's nothing What's else
1: right? going on there. Nothing. No, there was, no other there relevant was one facts. additional.
2: It turned out there was one more flaw, by the way, which is that the Alabama statute uh, governing uh, the Secretary of State's jurisdiction. Explicitly excludes Senate. Oh, reasons. I love that. <laughs> it. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, so I feel like and I saw so, you guys talking about this, but is so, is
1: that, does that mean that a Supreme Alabama Court Alabama justice... didn't even
2: respond before they responded? The judge Suárez dismissed it on the grounds that they did not have before the
1: response. The before
2: Sponte, a
1: that is such a beastly thing. <laughs>
2: Within a day, just like a one paragraph thing, get the thing fuck out of my sight of the statue. No, no, yeah. Charles is this.
3: using Latin. ponte Court on its own mis- uh, on its own motion.
2: That's a uh, clerk dismissed just, his just case. The court jacked. Yeah. Oh, the court jacked off the the yeah, no, it,
3: it dismissed his case when he filed for a temporary restraining order. Denied the TRO and then threw his case out. That's basically like they didn't even uh, get a going call out back from the pressures.
1: opposition. They just got the yeah.
3: judge was like, "I'm not even going to look at this." He no, went out mean. for the jump ball and they just called the game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Completely owned. <Yep>. Uh, <laughs> it's well, it's it's a ama- This guy used to be the chief judge of the Supreme Court of Alabama. Right,
1: that's the part I was trying to get. And to. And the
2: guy who he chooses for his personal attorney. Got his law degree by sending in like boxes. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> me too. To be honest, same thing.
4: It's yeah. I mean,
2: um, I everything <clears throat> is bad. I mean, I don't know if people read uh, the th- the the document preservation letter he sent to Al dot com, who first who was one of the, I guess Washington Post and Al dot com at the same time or al.com did the follow-up work on the mole creeper story in the Washington Post. Oh. And so he sent he sent a document preservation letter to the, you know, to the holding company or whatever of al.com uh, and everything about it was nonsense. Mm. Fuck yes. Like every every sentence it was it was proofread in the. Dark. That's the kind of law I want to start practicing. Like, I want to. I want to start Everything practicing law. Like
1: I feel like I could do a better job and be funnier for like fail guys who blow it uh, politically, and I'll just like sue everybody and have them pay me by the hour. It sounds like it fucking kicks ass.
4: Well, and AL.com was having none of it. They just like the editors clap back, and they just just like nah, you work good. Thanks. Yeah.
1: And, and in, in the weeks leading up to it, there were like 53 pastors tell Roy Moore to shut the fuck up.
4: Yeah, like they, <laughs> which was which was refreshing in this like post Gawker dystopian world where where journalists are, are regularly being sued out of. Um, oh geez. Yeah. Sorry i I tried to pull something up to check real fast, and it auto played a video. <laughs> Um, but anyways
2: <laughs> as long as leave, that know, yeah. leave that in. Leave
4: that in. I apologize for losing my train of thought. That man's Robin, no, like, folks. Thanks. Every- <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm a lawyer. Um, but There's no, like I, I do think it's it's kind of refreshing to see that just this in this one specific case, everybody has been very united and like no. You I know, feel like the Republicans Alabama, were like
1: leading up to the election. The Republicans were like, "No, Roy Moore, that shit's false or whatever." And then the minute he lost, a ton of people were like, "I mean, he probably shouldn't have been there. Like, we got, we got a blue with this guy. It's a fucking a, a ton of a people, including Trump. What'd
3: you say? It,
4: Trump, yeah, I mean, including Tr-
3: Trump. Trump, <laughs> yeah, walked <laughs> away from him <laughs> the, the next day. He said, no, "I try to know, tell sh- you, man. Should, I
1: try to tell you. Didn't I try I, to say I this? Should have been
4: strange. <laughs> I do think the best thing about this Roy Moore complaint is his polygraph.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot about what? the yes. polygraph. Yeah, he's, he's somebody. Oh, no, he said that's right. Oh, he did possible wait, wait.
3: No, but it's even better because he... he the, 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 uh, a key portion of his complaint is that he took a polygraph. Uh, that he would not show you the results of. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> yes. He, oh, what? He wait, never, wait, wait, wait! What? That he never
3: dated. He, he never did, did. He never dated underage women. Uh, and and the he wouldn't show the results. The polygraph proved beyond a reasonable doubt. On They're my honor. The fact that people believe the allegations against him, uh, you know, has to mean that there was fraud. Effort. Oh my god! He,
0: he's gonna like. He's gonna nice. attach his astrology report or something to his next.
3: The other. His the other good part was that there's actually a Alabama Association of Polygraph Professionals. What the
1: fuck? <laughs> uh, okay. Who certified the
3: results, yes. So um, it's not just any old polygrapher. I mean, this guy belongs to a professional association. Polygraph. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah.
4: As, appo- as I'm opposed sure. to all those hobbyist polygraphers.
3: The Alabama, I mean, I Can just...
4: Can you
1: imagine how... How fucking racist is that organization? Like, how, like, like on a 1 to 10 no, scale? No,
4: no, we're not. Let's not even. The Alabama, okay, sure. hold on.
1: I'm not saying, this is not about Alabama generally <laughs> or something. I'm from the South. But how racist is the Alabama polygraph, okay, the association? I mean, if
4: he took a polygraph, allegedly, you know, he, he swore that he passed, and they said that he passed, but... You know, whether the questions were the correct ones is a completely different The baseline and questions for the Alabama Polygraph
1: Association are like are very racist, I'm assuming.
3: What are the what are the polygraphers who don't make it into the (laughs) Alabama (laughs) Polygraph Association like the off reservation? I'm
1: not certified, but I can do this one.
4: It's actually just a ham radio that people (laughs) have connected to a laser jet printer.
2: (laughs) Nice. I, I think I think joining the AAPP is a lot like becoming, uh, you know, like uh, like one of those uh, Vietnam era ministers. Hey, to, I I got ordained or. online. Nice. I'm
0: imagining like the scene from Arrested. I'm imagining the scene from Arrested Development where it's like the the Magicians Guild and like it's the uh, Alabama Polygraph Professionals. We demand to be respected. Like that's <laughs> that's who he was certified by you want
1: to know how bad he passed his polygraph out. he passed the fuck out of this polygraph don't you fucking question us we are the alabama Associated polygraph <laughs>
4: <laughs> see like i didn't i didn't actually <laughs> read the full i didn't see the uh i didn't see the exhibits, so i didn't read the affidavit just that it was attached and existed
1: no i love i i just am happy that in order to file this complaint he, the indignity was forced upon him to take a polygraph where he said, no, I didn't try to fuck a 14-year-old. <laughs>
2: oh. oh, God. And, and, and I think maybe two out of the three reviewers said that he was being truthful. Yeah. <laughs> what? <he> gonna... <laughs> that, that is my guess, is that they had to keep like, adding was a members to the panel yeah. until they got a majority who like, agreed... That the uh, that the twelve <laughs> the twelve point seven Richter scale twitching of the needle in response to his question actually represented a truthful. You're response. never gonna
1: believe how good the guy accused of banging fourteen year olds at a mall uh, is at lying. You're never gonna but believe
4: But I, I will say though, because like we're laughing about this because we all know, you know, it's wait how unreliable polygraphs are, but like I don't think people fully understand like how they work necessarily. And so it's they like, just
2: scare people. Yeah, they scare people. They're the biorhythm machine at the art. Yeah,
4: and so it's um, like they tell you they can basically say whether or not someone is anxious. And they can't tell you any reason why anybody's anxious.
1: Anxious relative so like, to the time when they asked you what your name is.
3: Right. So so the whole the entire submission is several short paragraphs, uh, half a page. It's just I, Roy S. Moore, make the following statement: uh, Within days after the uh, December 12 special general election for United States Senate, I agreed to a polygraph examination Boom. by a licensed member of the Alabama Association of Polygraph <laughs> Examiners, Boom. quote A A P E, uh, whom I had never no whom I had never met pers- previously. Uh, the examination concerned allegations of sexual misconduct Made Fact. against me during the last month of the campaign By X, Y, and Z uh, Alleged conduct In quotes, scare quotes uh, Approximately 30 to 40 years ago As I expected uh, The results of the examination reflected that I did not know Nor had I ever had Sexual conduct contact With any of these individuals <laughs>
1: Wait, wait, wait! That's the wrong question, no, wait, dog. Hold on, hold on, hold on! That's like the wrong here. question. The question he... on the table was, "Did you try?" Not whether it fucking
2: worked. <laughs> well, but, but even didn't beyond
4: know that, what the... to fuck. beyond that though,
2: I think we're getting away from he something attached... here. Hold on a second. Go ahead. We're getting away from the fact that none of that issue is not even plausibly related to weather voters. <laughs> That's no, a good point. No, this is way like, no, far away from the It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if he had been libeled for years. The people who voted that day are all that matters? Like it's just a counting exercise. There's no reason why he would submit that polygraph except to put in the news that he took a polygraph. It's just not relevant. He's to challenging the legal fake news making.
1: Okay. Yes. And that's a, you know that's what we're getting around to as a side. I've finally taking on the big media conglomerates who have it out for the. Um, you know, uh, it's fake news. Is my point.
4: That's well, this I mean. is also a man who almost got bucked off the world's most patient horse trying to ride into his moment yo, of Yo, yo, you know, Robin,
1: you so, know about horse riding, right? That looked like I shit do. to me, but I don't yes, know anything it was, about
4: it. No, it was very bad. And I have been tossed by much better horses for much smaller infractions than what this poor man, like, what this poor horse was subjected to with him yanking on her mouth. And, uh It was it it was brutal. I'm I'm not gonna
1: lie here, but like I I mean, I you should probably cut this. Whoever's editing this, but I was kind of hoping for a Christopher Reeve situation on camera.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't besmirch my discipline and the uh, the danger it poses
2: by comparing that. This uh, is uh, like it would have been a good. uh, I will say I've seen better two year olds on
4: pony rides with better four. That's all I'm gonna say.
2: Tarix Tarek's uh, aversion to having gamers insulted is kind of being passed on to me. I feel I am a terrible horseback rider. <laughs> <laughs> and my last experience was painful and horrible uh, and embarrassing. A little more detail, please. And were there a video a little more detail, please. that Roy Moore would have been me, I, except I would have had a less smug. Did you get buffed
1: off the, the horse or did you is just he, get bounced around in the crotch area? He did it.
4: this to bounce stage it. this specific image that he wants to portray of him as like a like a good old hometown like guy fearing. Point. He
1: cowboy. set this
4: up. He That's set a folksy this up
0: rapist.
4: to look good. And he I mean. like it is a, the only way he <laughs> stayed on that horse is because he had a saddle horse. Imagine and living your
1: whole life that you think you're like a fucking badass horseman and you're like a cowboy and you have no idea that you're just looking like for 40 years you're just getting fucking bounced around on your horse like a jackass. But he
2: didn't do that at all. I mean, he's a guy who goes to the, like the David Clark uh, men's boutique for performative cowboyism. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like he hadn't ridden before. And I- you know, But I thought but like, he did this every year ca- I thought the story was please Roy Moore rides to,
1: to vote right. every
4: year and that But like that's why oh, really? it's so Maybe
1: that's the only time
4: That's why it's so bizarre to yeah. me It's like I've ridden horses my whole life practically And I still get this feeling Of like oh my god Please no one watch me So like to have like lord help us And give us the confidence of a white baby boomer Because To get on a horse not knowing what you're doing, and ride into a press pit. It's just, that is bold. I've never so done it, but I'm pretty I
2: sure will, I would be. I will cool. say, that is a bold choice. I be better at it than Roy Moore, that's my guess. I will say, uh, in Roy Moore's defense, oh, oh. if I knew <laughs> that I could prompt a horseback rider to sound that irate, <laughs> I would let a horse bounce me around. I would absolutely, I would absolutely parade through Times Square on a horse bouncing like an idiot just to make Robin give that speech.
4: I apologize, everybody. And, I have a lot of feelings.
2: You know, just to just to sort of totally out yourself as a horse person with that indignity made it all worth yeah. it. That was his plan the I whole time. Almost his entire plan Senator the entire time. Senator Roy Moore. We could have had... We risked Senator Roy Moore for that moment and it was fine. it was worth it. It was fine. Yeah. It was totally worth it. Doug Jones Rob, is gonna vote Robin, for Robin, enjoy so, your so, DM
0: request for the next week Oh, uh, yeah. Exactly. you going like to be, be bounced around on a horse. Oh yes. god. I'm gonna have to block my account
2: down. It's not true. Robin can control that horse. That's right.
3: <laughs> so so Roy right. so so Roy, so Roy Moore uh, was dismissed suasponde, the the ultimate sort of indignity of uh, any litigant uh, before he even got started. Except uh, for his balls being liquidated that, by the horse, but otherwise the ultimate indignity. Yeah, it yeah. it, 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 it <laughs> appears that uh, his only remedies lie in um, uh, the Senate, I guess. Uh, and, uh, there's Can the Senate sort of, seat
2: him if Alabama doesn't certify the election? No, no, but they could probably keep it open. Like, they could probably, through various tricks and bullshit, keep but it But do
1: they open even them want them to? Aren't but they, all, aren't no they all against him do at do this it. point? Yeah, Just like, this guy want... never should have fucking run. This was stupid. We blew it.
3: Yeah, so his, his options uh, are either the Senate or federal court. Uh, and my money is on him
2: trying both. Oh, I hope so. Uh, God, at this God point. bless him. I, when is I, he, I mean I don't know when court. Jones is dude. To...
0: We should thank him no, for giving us all this content, court. guys. I think we should fund his federal. Uh, Agree. Oh my funding. god, you're
1: exactly. right. Oh my god, you're so right.
0: The, the hey, John, Mike
4: Dicta, Roy Dicta Roy fund for. Who's got politician,
2: Roy Moore? How about if we just put all the profits from this episode? I yes. guess all of, those, the those substantial profits. Millions of yeah. dollars. The negative profits of us paying people to listen to this. I
4: was going to uh, say, yeah, so. So, no, someone's going to buy Christina a Roomba. Yeah. It's if you're pizza. listening to this and
0: you're thinking about buying me a Roomba, give $200 to Roy Moore instead. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks.
1: Christina's wish list just got updated. It's all so, Roomba. so, yeah, <laughs> the, the,
3: the Alabama statute does not provide him any relief, uh, The Senate Rules Committee uh, has jurisdiction, and I suppose he could make some kind of constitutional argument uh, in federal court, uh, neither of which are going to be particularly uh, uh, meaty.
1: Yeah, and I don't think the Senate Rules Committee – like, I don't think anybody's interested – like, if he could have made it into the Senate, they probably would have fought tooth and nail to keep him or done whatever they had to do. But I don't think anybody was super excited about, like, pedo guy with the tiny derringer.
4: Yeah, he just like wasn't a viable candidate to begin with. Like you can't, once you go, even he was pretty viable. Well, no, but like even in Alabama, once you get on the record saying that women shouldn't work, like
0: it, it's me, Alabama, Robin. Have you have you been? I, I
4: have. think he
0: could. I think he was
1: a viable candidate. <laughs> I just think they were. Office. I just think a lot of these like cocktail people were just holding a straight face until he lost, and then they were like. Well, here's all the stuff I would have said if Trump would have lost, which is we never should have fucking run him.
4: Well,
3: yeah, Richard I... Shelby. Richard Shelby is the chair of of the Rules Committee. Shelby, the other Alabama center, senator. Yes, uh, I love that guy. Point point to note.
4: Great. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So so Takeaway.
1: In conclusion, so we're all headed me. back to work tomorrow after the holiday, and uh, I'm self swatting right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would like to thank all of our guests on this episode of Mike Dicta New York's Tarek, DC's Andy, uh, Minnesota's <laughs> Christina, and Illinois's Robin, who will ride off into the sunset.
3: <laughs> Good night, Good night, <laughs>
4: everyone. Yep. turning bullets in the go, they got the hookers turning tricks in the code. And every time the police kicks in the dough, and angel gas breaks dips in the O. And even if a D-boy flips in my O, it ain't enough to buy shit anymore. Sleep in the dough, piss on the floor Look in the sky, wait for missiles to show. It's finna blow. Cause they got the TV, we got the truth. They own the judges
2: and we got the proof. We got hella people, they got helicopters, they got the bombs, and we got the we got the We got the G I